0: As they make their way back to all of you and, and the preschoolers to uh, Kids Connect, I invite you to stand as you are able as we come to God's Word. And if you're connected with Living Waters, you know we, we preach in sermon series. And the, the book of the Bible that we're focusing on, it's set hundreds of years before the time of Jesus. And God's people are just Struggling. What's happened here is they have actually been driven from God's promise, from their homeland, from their city. And so they're, they're wondering what's next. So in the middle of this, we're, we're going to look at that one verse. But I want you to hear a couple before it. As they are thinking, the author says this, "...my soul continually thinks of my affliction and my homelessness." And my soul is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And he continues on, and he talks about this affliction, his grief. And where is God, and how? How can we see God? This is what he says. How do we do this? How to return? Well, let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts as well as our hands to God in heaven. We have transgressed and rebelled. And God, you have not forgiven. You have wrapped yourself with anger and pursued us, killing without pity. You have wrapped yourself with the clouds so that no prayer can pass through. You have made us filth and rubbish among the peoples. But my eyes will flow without ceasing, without respite, until the Lord from heaven looks down and sees. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Grace. And peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So when I was younger, my cousins and I and I had a large family. But all of the boys would get to once a year stay overnight at Grandma and Grandpa's. And we would hang out. It was this reunion every single year. It was a blast. And the reason we got together wasn't just to hang out with Grandma and Grandpa. It was to go to the Elto Fair elto wisconsin you know it right what it's between markezan and brandon yeah they're all tiny tiny towns but we go to the elto fair and it was a blast you know all all the the stuff to see the food to eat um the rides and there was one thing that would come every couple years it was the fun house ever been in a fun house you know, as a fun house, it, it, it's crazy, right? It kind of messes with you, doesn't it? I, I mean, sometimes the floors, are, are, they, they're moving or, or their perspective. It looks like maybe you're walking into the distance, but it's actually getting smaller. There's no windows in parts of the fun house. So you think what's up is actually sideways, and it, it, just, it just messes with you in all kinds of ways. But you know the biggest thing about the fun house, right? What do we all think about when we say the funhouse? It's the fun house mirrors, right? Yep, the funhouse mirrors. So here's one. Look at that. That's actually a regular mirror. She just has the longest legs. Okay, it's not. It's a it's a funhouse mirror. Here's another one just messing with perspective. And then uh, this one, this is this just gives you a little bit if you've never never been a part of that. Now, they're fun, right? Because you can look in different mirrors, you're the same, right? But you look at one and it makes you look taller. There's another one that makes you look shorter. Another one makes you, it just turns things all around. I have yet to find the fun house that puts hair back on my head, though. And that, that, that's, that's got me on the struggle bus today. But I'll get through it. Did you know, whether you've been in a fun house or not, whether you've ever seen a fun house mirror or not, we have them in our everyday lives. Oh, we do. Do you have a smartphone? then you know we have funhouse mirrors, right? Because look at all of the, what are those for Instagram and Snapchat and even our, our photo apps, what are they? Oh, filters, the fun filter in life, right? Because you take the picture, but then you got to make sure it looks the best. You can crop it. You can change it. You can change the colors. You can brighten it. you got to make sure that everything looks Perfect. And I don't know about you, but as I'm going, as I'm at home, I'm like, oh man, this is that rare opportunity that Savia and Kieran aren't fighting and aren't messing with each other. So I'm going to take a cute look at. They're just, they're just hanging out. I'm going to take a cute little picture. And as I see that, as I start to take the picture, I'm like, oh no, I don't just have to do the filter. Um, there's some toys over here, and that <sighs> I got to crop that out. C- kids, kids, could you, could you come over to this spot? This one little three-foot spot? Because over here are, are some clothes and over here are, is the dishes from food and over here is the, oh, right there is the, you know, the dog just decided not to go outside. And so for all that, oh, okay, okay, you're looking good. Wait, Kieran, you got, you got a little food yet? Let me, let me get that. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Oh, oh, that is such, hey, there you are, buddy. Thank you for coming. Did you hear, did you hear I was talking about you? now sit over there and play your little Pokemon Go. Thank you. Some have professional hecklers. I have my son. It's cool. And so I'm getting them already. I'm like, Save, you look so cute. I love that dress. But you know that other dress you got? I'd love for you to change into that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't just go upstairs. We're gonna do that. And then after all that, she comes back down, and then I'm like, okay, go back and play. Okay, all right, click. And then I put the filters on. Okay, that's not quite how it happens. Obviously, that's a little dramatic. But do you ever have that where you're like, I want to crop this out, or I want it to look this way? Because, of course, you're going to hit at the end, post. Ah, now people comment, and they like, and they say, ooh, everything looks amazing. But then we have a tendency, I think, to look at the filters and not just put out our best image, the one that's not really real, obviously. Obviously. But to also look at others, and you do realize they're using the filters too, right? So if you think they're not, if you think you're not looking at the world and you're not trying to put this on, this image, because I think it's an epidemic at this point, trying to portray that we, we got it all together and everything's perfect. So if you think you don't have that, first of all, I have words of wisdom for you today. Um, and I think it's it's uh, this is a dramatic one of one of the books of the Bible, right, Phil? Can we show that? Oh no, it's not this one. It's the words of wisdom from. On a throne of lies. Yes. If you think you're not looking at the filters, let's hear that again. You sit on a throne of lies. Yes. You do. Because. You and I know it's human nature to get into this trap, isn't it? And the funhouse mirrors are way, way too prevalent today. And not only that, but if we, we do not not only sit on a, on a throne of lies, if we think about that, but I want to say, if you're looking just at the filters and trying to put your stock in that, if you're trying to just put an image for others and, and that's going to make you feel better, just looking for the likes and the comments, well... It's not just a funhouse mirror you're really looking at. It's actually what Phil just showed us. It's really a prison. We're trapped in it. But what if there's a way out? So we've been in a new sermon series here at Living Waters. And our one before this was about finding things because of Jesus, finding hope and joy and peace and purpose and love and now in this one, we're saying we, we have to lose something. We have to lose even our religion. Can you believe that? Because our religion is a way to serve and love God and connect with God. But what God really wants is us to connect with Him. And He wants you to get out of whatever's got you stuck. And I truly think today it, it's the funhouse mirrors and... and... Maybe it's just me. But sometimes I look in that mirror and it's anything, anything but a fun house. Sometimes I look in the mirror and because I've done something, maybe it's, maybe I failed my kids. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, uh, maybe I was more stern than I hoped or I was a little short. I look in that mirror and I'm like, I I wish I couldn't have done that. And, And I see, but I see a distorted, version of who I am. to you? Sometimes it's not just a small thing. Sometimes it's such a huge thing in your past that we, we get stuck on it. And we say, well, we made a mistake, and now we have this tendency to say, now we are a mistake. Or we're not as good as we could be. And with that shame, we look at that mirror and it's a funhouse mirror. It's a filter. It's a prison. And what if, okay, buddy, you're doing great. What if God wants to free us from that. Because this is a prison that he, he doesn't want us in. So if you're hanging on something and you're looking in that mirror and saying, I don't, I don't like what I see, what if God has a new way of you to see yourself? And so I, I don't know about you, but I turn on like, I'll, I'll turn on cable and if I get to TNT, I kid you not, Three-quarters of the time, I'm pretty sure one of my favorite movies is on, The Shawshank Redemption. And if it's not on, um, then it's a commercial for Shawshank. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's about Andy Dufresne. Um, it's based on, if you believe this, a Stephen King novella, And it is amazing if you've never read it. But Andy Dufresne is wrongly accused. He's in prison, and he actually figures out over the years a way to get out. And he gets to a point in the movie towards the end that he has escaped from his cell, and he's gotten to a point that he's going to have to crawl through a pipe, and the pipe actually is sewage. And so it's 500 yards, 500 football fields. Can you, can you just imagine that? And it's claustrophobic. I want you to just see this. This is crazy. Look at him. It's dark. Oh, you can see the gunk off the pipes. That's not gunk, by the way. That's stuff my dogs leave on the carpet sometimes. I wonder if we get so trapped in the funhouse mirrors in the way we look at ourselves when we make mistakes or for afraid in the future and that's all we can see if you're thinking you know what i know god's god's made me but uh, i've messed that up and it's never going to be okay again i've screwed up way too many times this is what's going on in your life you're trying to get through it but you're walking through all all of the junk but god wants to free us and did you know, I, we just had a wedding here yesterday, and in one of the shining examples that we use in many weddings is 1 Corinthians 13. Maybe some of you had it for your wedding, faith, hope, and love. I found a shiny I'm so glad you found a shiny dude. We have a pokey stop here. If you don't know what that means, that's okay. Really, it's okay. But... In that scripture, there's a piece that I can't get over. He talks about a mirror. And he talks about our lives as almost like a funhouse mirror. You know what he says? He says, now, when we're in our junk, now when we're looking in that mirror, we see dimly. But then, once we face God, we will see him face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I've been fully known. The Apostle Paul, an early follower of Jesus, is reminding us that life, you know, we see things in life, we do things in life, and it doesn't seem perfect. We want it to go exactly as we hope for. We don't want to make mistakes. We want to show that image that everything's okay. But guess what? When we try to put our own filters on it, when we say it should be this, it, I wish it had gone this way, I, I don't think I can be redeemed, We're just seeing dimly. But did you hear what God's going to do? God's going to meet us face to face. And you can look in the mirror and you can say, "I, I hope I can see something different. But now we only see in part. God will reveal exactly all the brokenness and pain and suffering and how he was with us, how he forgave us, and how he gives us love and life forever. So how do we do this? How do we lose this part of ourselves? How do we lose the, the lies that we cling to way too much, those filters that are there, the funhouse mirror? How do we lose it? Well, in lamentations for some broken people that can't see anything but pain, he says, well, this is how you do it. So here, if you want to take a note, if you want to highlight something in your Bible, here it is. He says, let us test and examine our ways, all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's examine it. And here's the thing. Return to the Lord. That's what God wants. He wants you to come back to him. And because he's so sure that we're not able to do that alone, you know what he said? I'm going to send my son Jesus, and he's going to send the advocate, the Holy Spirit, to be with you, to help you return to me. Because there's so many times in life that we get stuck. The filters become too real. And God wants that just to come off us, to lose it, so that we can see that we are truly God's, truly forgiven truly beautiful truly loved now there's so many things that i look around me so much pain and brokenness and death but sometimes i wonder where are, where are you god you know this last week in our community itself you know something that just isn't it's just not right that landon solberg isn't with us anymore a 12-year-old who's had brain cancer for years that fought it. And before, I, I never got to know him. And I'm so sorry for those of you who are grieving him today, who love him so much. Before I, I even heard of I knew who he was, I would see this on Facebook, Landon's Light. And that became the theme. It was a rallying cry because Landon, for all those who who knew him, you know this young boy with so much potential. He had such a way of smiling through this, of giving joy to others, of truly living every single day, of having a profound, amazing faith that I would hope for. And yes, he breathed his last. And so I wonder, I'm like, how does a world work where someone like that dies too soon? My filter is off. The funhouse mirror is distorting everything, especially when I see this. Now what? I'm reminded. Now we see dimly, as if in a mirror. So what do we do in the meantime? Well, on the back of this shirt, I love this. If you have this or if you've seen it, here it is. It's a quote from Elvis Dumbledore from Harry Potter. Sit down, buddy. I'm, I'm just getting excited. My shiny- I'm just getting excited, buddy. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Turn on. So last week, as we learned of that, In tears, my wife and I did what the Facebook post asked of us. To turn on our porch light in the darkness. It's a small thing, right? But you know what was really cool? As we looked in Brooks Harbor, we looked down the street and others had turned on their lights. And the darkness wasn't as dark anymore. It was like the filters, they were pierced through a little bit. Because the darkness doesn't have the last answer, right? Right? pain and brokenness doesn't have the final answer God's light has the last answer and I truly believe we don't understand it we see dimly right now but Landon's light has only made heaven brighter I know that without a shadow of a doubt and God didn't need Landon more no what God promised is in the midst of things we can't understand he's going to be with him and he's going to be with each one of us Let's return to him. Let's lose the funhouse mirrors that we're clinging to, the lies that we believe about ourselves. Because here's what God has in store in freedom. Let's look at that final scene, one of the final ones for uh, Shawshank. Yes. In the middle of darkness, God wants to just wash over us God wants us to know real freedom so let go of the lies and return to him and help him to know, help others to know that they have a God that is waiting, just waiting even through our words and actions to show them their love too Amen Let's pray God, thank you so much for the chance to be together today and to hear the promise you have for us. That you're a little more real today. In the midst of things we, we can't ever understand. The things in our lives where we failed, you and others, and when we look in that mirror, just it's not what we hope for. That God, you see something different. And when we see things like like Landon dying way too soon and other pain and brokenness in our world. Again, help us to see a little more clearly your hope and your promise. So help us to lose those things, God, to come back to you, to dwell in your word, to spend time in prayer with you, speaking to you our hopes and dreams, knowing you already know those. And also listening, listening for your grace and your love. And now help us, God. Please help us to go out and shine in this world. Help us to help others see that they're stuck in their prisons, that they're sitting on their own throne of lies, that they're trying to portray something that they're not, but that they're still loved unconditionally by you. We love you. And all God's people said, Amen.